1: Welcome, welcome to another stop on the Michelle Mission. Two men, one podcast. Every black film ever made. I am Vincent Williams. I'm joined as always by... Yo, what's up? Holla at your boy. This is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. And tonight, we are going to spend some time with one of the greatest films ever made. Really? According to Conan (laughs) O'Brien. 2001's... Written and directed film by Louis C.K.? Mm-hmm. tang We're going to sign that. Kenny on the runny side. hmm But before we do that, we have a bit of business. We do have a bit of business.
0: Um... We recently celebrated our 50th episode, and I want to thank each and every one of you who has followed us along this path, along this journey that we have been on along these many, many weeks. Um, And we're actually now, with this episode, we're up to episode 54. 54. Weren't we supposed to do an anniversary
1: episode at some point?
0: We We did. Oh no, like an anniversary,
1: yeah. anniversary. What's our actual anniversary? An actual anniversary should be coming is, up is in February. Is it all right? I know we just had a whole talk about this, but we were supposed to do um Daughters of the Dust
0: for, for Robert's for for first year yeah. anniversary. Yeah. Well, we got to figure out we'll, we'll sneak it in there. We'll sneak it in there. We'll all s- right. We'll sneak it in there. Okay, but go ahead, I'm sorry. We got yeah. we got you. We yeah, got yeah. you. Daughters of the Dust is coming in February. We're we'll sneaking it in there in between the romance. In between the romance, we'll get dusty. Right. <laughs> nice. Um, so I, I thank everyone that that has followed us along along the path. But along this path, much to my chagrin, uh-uh. I have developed a bad reputation out there. Oh no. As someone who does not like these Movies. Mm. Now, I think that that is a misnomer. It is. And I am here today to set it straight. (laughs) So I am going back to our first episode. Oh, boy. And Vince, I need you to keep a running tab for me. All right. All right. Keep the running tick
1: going. This isn't an insane exercise at all. Go ahead. Not at all. Not at all. All right.
0: So episode one.
1: Episode one.
0: Uptown Saturday. Uptown Saturday. Night. Night. I love Uptown you, Saturday. Okay. Day. So that's one you liked. So that's one I like. So we'll keep. Is it easier to keep track of ones I hate or ones I like? I, you tell me. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going. On. I think you'll find that i have like a, quite a few. Go ahead. So right. we're we'll second. All right. So Uptown Saturday night I loved. Mm-hmm. This episode two, straight out of comp.
1: You didn't like that? No, I didn't like that. You didn't like that. So you still have one. I'm still at one. So you liked half the movies. <laughs> okay,
0: so the, I'm batting 50%. All right. Batting 500 then. Episode three. Yes. Fresh. Yeah, you like Fresh. I love Fresh. All right. One so of there's my favorite two movies.
1: All right. Chirac, episode four. You didn't like Chirac. I didn't. I, you didn't like Chirac. Stop. I didn't hate Shira. I didn't say you hate it, but you didn't like it. I didn't like it. All
0: right. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Episode five mm-hmm. The Last Dragon.
1: You didn't like that.
0: That's okay.
1: Okay. We're, we're not
0: doing good here. I mean, we're still at two. <laughs> still at two. <laughs> two out of five. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was this? Uh, <laughs> episode six mm-hmm. Carmen Jones. Did you
1: like Carmen Jones? I don't remember your views on Carmen Jones. <laughs>
0: remember. I seem to remember that I, I didn't You mind. know what? Let's say you liked it. I think I liked it. You like. it. I, I think I leaned on the side
1: of liking Carmen. Hey, it's Jones. Dorothy Dandridge. There you go. So there's three. Despite Harry Belafonte. I was about to say, now you're not a <laughs> Harry Belafonte fan, so I'm giving, <laughs> I'm being generous with this three, but go ahead. Numbers, number seven, Putney Swope.
0: Did you like Put? You like Putney Swope? I like Putney Swope. Yeah, okay. I like the audacity. So that's four. There you go. All All right. Right. We're coming up. We're coming up. Now, episode eight, medicine for melancholy. You like medicine. I love that movie. Y- yeah, so that's five. Absolutely adore that yeah, movie. Yeah, all right. Episode nine, dope. You like dope. Love dope. Yeah, Love dope. One of my favorite movies of the last yeah, couple yeah, of years. You like dope. Episode 10, big words. <laughs> starring Dorian <laughs> Missick. <laughs> uh.
1: Oh, let's just you're on this. You're on 6. You like 6. Let's <laughs> let's, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Enough said.
0: <laughs> no words for big words.
1: <laughs>
0: episode, episode 11, Boomerang. You like Boomerang? I like Boomerang. All right, so that's 7. I like Boomerang. Episode 12, Love Jones. Love
1: Love Jones. Love Love Jones. Love Love. Jones. All right, 8. Episode 13, Claudine. You were real slick talking about Claudine. I'm not giving you Claudine. Yeah, yeah. You talked a little slick about Claudine. I didn't mind Claudine. It's a good thing that we're friends. <laughs> I didn't mind Claudine, you, but I probably leaned on. You don't know it. I go in, You know I don't really going for that. disrespect to <laughs> Diane Carroll. I know. All right, so that's I all know. right. You still at eight? Go ahead. All right, uh, fourteen. Why did I get married? Well, I mean, come on. Nobody likes that. Nobody. Likes all that. right. All right. Mm. So all right. Eight out of fourteen. So eight five. out of fourteen. Um, episode
0: fifteen. Middle of Nowhere. Oh, you love that! I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle of Nowhere. I so that's that. nine. Episode sixteen: The Visit. You didn't like that. Right. You didn't like The Visit. No, who could? <laughs> who could, man? That was that was your choice. It was a
1: Whitman sampler of horror.
0: I refuse to believe that that movie was released in the theaters. <laughs> Episode seventeen: Brown Sugar. I like Brown Sugar. Did you? Yes, I like. I like. I like brown sugar. I don't love. I don't kneel Ooh, oh, with the I'm, altar of brown sugar like everybody. All else.
1: right. So what's that ten? I'm gonna give you brown sugar. But it's I a liked couple, it. It's a couple of these. You, you real skinny your teeth. But okay. <laughs> I, like, I like All right, brown sugar. Just you
0: can pick out something bad. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead.
0: Episode eighteen, Cleopatra Jones. I love. Cleopatra. You like Cleopatra. I like Cleopatra. All right. All right. Episode nineteen, Wild Style. I like Wild Style. Okay. All right. I did like Wild Style. Episode twenty. Purple Rain. I like Purple you Rain. You like Purple Rain. I did okay. like Purple Rain. So what are we up to? 13? So that's 13. Yeah, that's okay. 13 out of 20. Yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm batting am I'm, You're I'm, doing alright. I'm ahead of the game. Yeah. Episode 21, Under the Cherry Moon. You, you didn't like that. Nah. That's, nah okay. That's, that's problematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 22, Graffiti Bridge. You didn't like that. No, I didn't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, didn't like, I didn't like Graffiti Bridge. Um, episode 23 was actually our Episode where we went in search of Girl Six, right?
1: Which and we got the Girl Six
0: on episode twenty-four. And you
1: ain't like Girl Six. I didn't like Girl Six. All right. Okay.
0: Ease Bayou. I liked Ease. You Bayou. liked Ease
1: Bayou? All right. Fourteen.
0: I did like Ease Bayou. The Black Klansman. You ain't like that. I don't. Th- I, th- I think I leaned on not like. Yeah, you did not like that. I, th- I think I leaned on like. All right. That. Uh, episode twenty-seven. Paradise in Harlem. I, you kind of like that. I leaned on the side. I like that. Comparison. so I'm gonna give you, give you
1: that. All right, as a cultural you know, yeah. artifact. Mm-hmm. To sleep with anger, you—it's yeah, so funny. I was just listening to that episode. I don't know if I'm gonna say that you like that because you talk crazy about Mary Alice. You talk crazy about the 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 the, uh, the the not the length, but the um you you said scenes went on too long. So yeah, I can't give you to sleep with anger. Okay. All right. He may he may be right about no. that.
0: Uh, episode twenty nine, brother from another planet.
1: You didn't like that. You talked a little crazy about brother from another planet because yeah. it was space slavery.
0: I didn't like I didn't like that. Yeah. yeah. Episode thirty, the, the episode that we we recorded with Dorian. Miss mm-hmm. Clockers. You didn't really like clockers. I didn't mind. You you okay, little, didn't like You clockers. little disrespectful to I clockers. Like clockers. I didn't like clockers. All right. So we're still at 13. Yeah. So we're still at 13 out of 30. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Um, <laughs> episode 31, Uptight.
1: I like that. You liked Uptight. I right. did like that's Uptight. That's 14. That
0: was a very good movie. I on movie. Episode 32, The Monkey Hustle.
1: You didn't like that?
0: Man, I like Monkey Hustle. That's, that's garbage. It was a frippery. Uh, episode
1: <laughs> episode uh, 33, Beyond the Lights. I didn't mind Beyond the Lights. You know what? I love that episode because you liked it and I didn't that's true yeah I didn't mind building out of the lights uh episode th- I didn't dislike it but but you liked it more than me
0: very true episode thirty four pearly victorious you didn't like that i thought I
1: liked you pearly. talked a little you 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 a little you thought it was a little crazy the the um what's my man's name from watermelon man uh, um uh godfrey Cambridge. you thought Godfrey Cambridge and the colonel character. We're over the top compared to other characters. Yeah, you, you yeah talk, it didn't
0: know what to yeah, you like. talked a little bit. All, right. All, right. All right, fair enough. Episode 35, top five. Did you like, I don't know if you liked top five. You didn't like top five. I didn't like top yeah, five. Yeah, you didn't like top five. I did not like top uh-huh. five. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, episode 36, Cotton Comes to Harlem.
1: You liked it. I think you liked it. Although you didn't like the chemistry between uh, the, the two lead detectives. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Feel, I wasn't feeling. We'll it. give that to you.
0: But I, I think overall, I, we'll I, give that. to You, you know, I yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode thirty-seven, Queen of Cutway. I love that movie. Yeah,
1: you like that movie.
0: I love that, and I think I loved that more than you. You did. Episode thirty-eight, Death by Temptation.
1: You didn't like that. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. Enough said.
0: Uh, episode thirty-nine, Ganja and Hess. I like Ganja. Yeah, and yeah. You Hess. did. You did. I did like that. So
1: what are we up to? Seventeen, I think.
0: So that's seventeen out of uh, thirty-nine.
1: Yes. So I'm still. Oh, you, you. I mean, you're less than fifty percent. Well, okay, that's true. Uh... What do you mean? Okay, that's true. Like, like you're begrudgingly granting me math.
0: I might have alternative facts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
0: topical humor. <laughs> <laughs> uh Episode forty: Tales from the Hood. You didn't like that. I like some. It was a mixed bag. It was a mix. We'll give that to you. Yeah, so this was at nineteen. Yeah. All right. Episode forty-one: JD's Revenge. You I don't. No. Which is... That's a bad movie. Well, all right, yeah. That's a bad movie. Mm. Episode 42, Abby. That's a bad movie. Yeah, Abby's, that's, Abby's that's, a tough movie. That's garbage. Yeah. Then we did our Misty Night with Simone Missick. Yes. Which gave way to episode 43 where we sat down with Simone to uh, review Coming to America. Yes, which of course I did like. You did like. Mm-hmm. I did like. Uh, episode 44, this was Vince's Vince special. Tyler Perry's <laughs> Temptation, <laughs> Confessions of a Marriage Counselor, and, a
1: movie by Tyler Perry. And you didn't like that even as... <laughs> I didn't even like that as a selection. Boy, I watched half of Temptation like a week and a half ago. Really? Oh, I, I told you every time it comes on, I stop what I'm doing. And I watch it from where it wherever it is. Mm. God, it's a bad
0: movie. Mm-hmm. Episode 45, Action Jackson.
1: You didn't like that? Nope. Uh, that's a piece of garbage uh-huh. uh, episode 46 soul food you like soul food I liked it you're a 20 20 of these
0: you have liked there you go All right. Uh, episode 47 from 1920 our oldest film to date within our gates did you like that don't think I liked it alright keep going <laughs> I don't think I liked it to be fair <laughs> Uh, episode forty eight, more better blues. Oh, you like that? I like more better blues. Yeah. Episode forty nine, which we did with Omar Dorsey, mm-hmm. bamboozled.
1: You didn't no. like bamboozled?
0: No, I did not like. Bamboozled. Yeah, all right. That's a bad movie. Yeah. Episode. It's f- not a bad. Movie. It is a bad movie. Episode fifty. We did the, the five, five
1: heartbeats. heartbeats. You liked that, didn't you?
0: I liked it enough. All
1: yeah. Right. So twenty one,
0: and then fifty one. Black Dynamite, you like which that? I love. All right, twenty-two episode fifty-two, Coonskin, which you, I liked.
1: You, you I, going, well,
0: I no, I didn't
1: like. No, it. you didn't.
0: I think people should see it, but yeah, I didn't like. it. All right, it. so so you've liked less than half of these films, and then Straight Out of Brooklyn, which I hated.
1: Yes, you've liked less than half of these films. So when you say you have gained a reputation for not liking stuff. It's legitimate. It is a legitimate observation, but you you know there are legi- I think I think you you have critiques that come out of uh out of an, a a sort of intellectual and aesthetic place. Mm-hmm. Like like I don't I, you know someone who sat here with you, I will say that I don't think your critiques are based on emotion, right, or based on anything other than your own keen
0: eye. Thank you. So, and my keen eye tells me that we're going to be uh, swinging in a miss with 2001's Pootie Tang. In modern day America,
1: the corporations run our lives. But one man is prepared to take our country back. Pootie Tang! Hi. This summer, oh! meet a superhero like no other.
0: Pootie one bad brother, man. Pootie
1: Tang your butt so bad that you can write it off on your taxes. I
0: Since the inception of Pootie Tang's ad campaign, sales are down 30%. He steals from me. I want him dead. that Pootie! I did
1: it again. Paramount Pictures presents in association with MTV Films and Chris Rock Productions.
0: We got Pootie Tang in the house tonight.
1: <laughs> A man too cool for words.
0: So let's listen up to the new record by Pootie Tang. Turn that noise down! Pooty don't need no words, don't even need no music! You could set my body ablaze,
1: You skinny, wonderful man! Lance Crowther. <laughs> Wanda Sykes. Give me some more of your juicy neck bone one more time. And Chris Rock. Daddy?
0: You damn right I'm your daddy!
1: Pootie tag.
0: You are Oh, buddy,
1: man! That I take! Yes, 2001's Pootie Tang, as I said, directed and written by Louis C.K., based on a bit from the dearly departed Chris Rock show. From HBO. From HBO. And the synopsis is Pootie Tang, the musician-slash-actor-slash-folk hero-slash-this-slash-that of the ghetto, is chronicled from his early childhood to his battles against the evil corporate America who try to steal his magic belt and make him sell out by endorsing addictive products to his people. Pootie must learn to find himself and defeat the evil corporation for all the, it says all the young black children, but I think Pootie Tang is pretty clear that he is a hero to all the children. Yes. Of America. Sapa <clears throat> So Lynn, what do you have to say about Hootie tang.
0: First of all, I'm going to say that to say that this film was written and directed by Louis C.K. at least according to the research that I've done is a bit of a misnomer. Okay, Louis C.K. was all but fired once it, after shooting the film when it came down to editing in it, right? And then the one of the producers, um, co-producer with Chris Rock, uh, Ali Leroy, would handle the editing, and with his editing, kind of fashioned together the this changes the story up somewhat. Okay, from what Louis C.K. had planned. Now, mind you, this was 2001's Louis C.K. It's not the not the uh, comic savant as you will, as he has grown to be seen as over the last few years with his FX show and his um, his stand-up routines and his his um, original sitcom which was just recently released onto Hulu,
1: um, Horace and Pete. I'm going to put a pin in that because I completely disagree with disconnecting this Louis C.K. with the Louis C.K. that we love. But go ahead. I just want to put a pin in that. Go ahead.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um so there's a lot of comedic talent on display in this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Many of many of the um, the rank and file from the dearly departed Chris Rock show are are seen as well, uh, including Lance Crothers in the title role of Pootie Tang, the role which he made famous on the Chris Rock show. You have J.B. Smoove as this. As his best friend Trucky. Truckee. You got Wanda Sykes as um Biggie Shorty. Biggie Shorty. You've got um improv uh legend uh Jennifer Coolidge as Irene. You have the irrepressible and recently uh dearly departed Robert Vaughn Yes uh, as Dick Lecter. Of course I mentioned Chris Rock, who's in here in a few roles. Yeah,
1: multiple three.
0: In three roles, mm-hmm. yeah, you got uh, Reg E. Kathy, yeah, as Dirty D. Dirty D. You've got J.D. Williams of Wire fame, yes, here as Froggy Mario Joyner, Dave Attell, Laura uh, uh, Night Knight, uh, Nightlinger, um, Missy Elliott shows up in, in <laughs> a in a cameo, right, David right. Cross, Andy Richter. Uh, it, and the movie's got Bob Costas. Yes, yes. Right from the outset, he's one of the he's the first face you see. Yes, when this movie comes on, and that is a bit of a misnomer as well because if anyone is a fan of Bob Costas, they know that he is known for being very erudite, very intelligent, mm-hmm. um, attaching himself to
1: the highest in classy. Productions, classy dude. Classy. When you say class, you say Costas. You do. When you say Costas, you say class,
0: and yes, you do because you don't say Pootie Tang. Um, this is a mess of a movie. Okay, this movie is, and it's it's interesting to see this movie not long after seeing Black Dynamite, done a few years later. Yes, but. You know, definitely, they're both playing in the same in, in the same schoolyard. Absolutely, you know, trying Absolutely. to send up the black exploitation films of the early seventies. Absolutely, um, and this film with so many com- uh, 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 comedic talents on on display, you would think would have would uh, would uh, uh, just grab on to that opportunity to send up. Those those films and really sink their teeth into it, mm-hmm. really and really dig into it. And to a degree, they do. The whole character of Pootie Tang with him basically talking his his uh, his own slang. Yes, you know his, he's just too cool for words, according to the movie. You know, and the magic belt that he basically nunchucks and and. Hits and kills everybody. It, it, it deflects bullets along with his ponytail that whips bullets back 3D style at like the camera. Absolutely. You know, that's leaning into, you know, making fun of those movies. Um, even some of the, having J.B. Smooth being the narrator. You've got the, you've got Wanda Sykes as the, you know, the, Good girl who's not a whore, she just wears the whore's uniform. She
1: wears fancy clothes and likes to dance on the street corners. That doesn't mean next to the whores, yes, next to the whores, but that don't mean she's that don't a mean she's a whore. That's right.
0: Uh, and then you've got, and, and then it, I think one of the things that was was crazy for me is that even though I understand that Louis C.K. wrote this, a lot of the dialogue in this movie. You can hear, it to me, the rhythm of the dialogue sounds very much like Chris Rock. Right. Um, and I don't mean just Chris Rock when he's well, performing. Sure. Just anybody saying their lines sounds like they're saying it at Chris Rock's comedic uh, uh, staccato. And which makes me, you know, and I know he was a producer, which indicates that he definitely had his hands in the in the script and
1: in in the and in, in the story for this film. Plus Louis CK was a writer on the Chris Rock show. Yes. So, you know, arguably what we think of as Chris Rock's voice, mm-hmm. a lot of it was Louis CK's writing anyway. I guess so. so.
0: I, I guess I guess that might be true. Um because I'm coming to Louis CK more over the last years where his comedy styles it's not in that staccato, so right? Maybe, that's, right, maybe right. that's why I'm not hearing it, and I, I hear more Chris Rock in there. And you're right; he's probably just he's stuck in writing in Chris Rock's voice because he was writing for the show, and now he's like, "Yo, I, I'll produce a, and write the direct the film." Um, but because of that, it just it doesn't work in delivering the jokes. I don't think like I don't think JP Smooth is is operating at his best level I don't think I don't think as much as much as the comedic talents are, are are on display here, I don't think they're 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 operating at optimum speed. I think they're operating at chris Rock speed okay and they nobody does Chris Rock but Chris Rock and Chris Rock as a comedian is a number one Chris Rock as an actor. Even he's not delivering his jokes that well. Right, right. Um, that a lot of the jokes in this movie. I mean, there's a lot of one note jokes. I mean, Pootie Tang is Pootie Tang is very much he's he's a he, he is a he's a one note joke. Yes, right? he, He's like he's the super the super guy of the neighborhood, right? And they they try and play with that, and then they try and tear him down by taking taking away his magic belt or whatever. Yet. By the time you get there, I'm already bored with him. Mm. I am just, I am just like, totally, just like, yo, you are just boring me, man. I, I, I you're doing the same thing, side baby, bammy, boop, 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 and it's just, it's, it just does not, it's not funny to me at all. Um, and because the movie is leaning so hard on him and he's not doing it for me, then everything else is falling short. I wake up a little bit on the scenes where Jennifer Coolidge is there. She's having fun, you know, playing like the, the, um, the femme fatale. The femme fatale, uh, I guess you you, you would. Um, and she seems like she's having a good time. Robert Vaughn is sleepwalking. Right. Wanda right, right. Sykes is just busy dancing all over the place and, and saying the same joke throughout the entire movie and how she's going to get Pootie Tang in bed. It's the exact same joke throughout the entire movie. That's all she's getting... The, the only one who even remotely... To me, it's funny. is Reg E. Kathy as Dirty D. Dirty D. I love Dirty D. Dirty D. I, well, I love Reg E. Kathy as a as you don't adder. like Truckee I like Truckee but Truckee is is that's JD one being JD one. Yes, I mean, I <laughs> mean, be smooth. No, JB Smooth is oh Trucky. I'm, I'm thinking about Froggy. No, I'm thinking about Trucky. Trucky Trucky is okay. He's, J- he, he's he, yes, he's JB Smooth being JB Smooth, yeah. and he's kind of funny. Yeah. He's got he's got some comed- he's He's got some moments, but ultimately not enough to make up for the film. Right, not enough to to have me, um, you know, coming back for more. Where as broadly as these characters are 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 are, are drawn nothing about them stands out immediately stands out either appearance wise or in their characterization as opposed to what you see a, a few years later in black dynamite many of those characters only are coming on for like maybe a scene or two but they're they're coming on in such a way either through their um through their dress or through their, the, the immediate personality that sure. the actors in, infuse on those characters, that you're there. You're invested in it. And everybody in Black Dynamite looks like they are having a ball. Everybody in this movie looks like they are just waiting for someone to
1: say cut. I think, I, I, I think like you, I group, I group these movies together. Pootie Tang and and Black Dynamite, and I think the difference is that Pootie Tang strives, to, and, and I think it succeeds more often than it fails. It, it's a much more abstract approach to this material. Okay, true. Than Black Dynamite is true I, I because think there's Black, no story for like about a, not five at all minutes. I think Black Dynamite, you know, like you said, very lovingly. Looks at these black exploitation movies, and 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 in a lot of ways, it looks at the black exploitation movie from the point of view of the black audience mm-hmm. and everything about it, and, and you know, and the details and and all that. And like you said, everybody's having a ball because everybody in the film is basically reenacting in spirit what they saw in these movies. Mm-hmm. What I always got from Pootie Tang the film and pootie tang the like like because if you look at the bits on on the Chris Rock show. This is Chris Rock.
0: Culture Kings is a podcast on the How Stuff Works Network, hosted by comedians Jakiz Neal and Edgar Montplacir. the best way to eat a taco no what's the best way to
1: eat a taco that's with your hands with your hands also with salsa on top of everything to hold the ingredients down it's like a layer it's the layer right so that the lettuce doesn't fall off can't have falling lettuce and louis ck mocking the audience and the creators of these films who have no idea about anything about black culture Hmm. so that you, you know, it's, it's, it's the, the, it's that running joke in airplane with the two brothers speaking the gibberish. Yeah, it is. You know, we talked about this with the monkey hustle where, you know, you have these black people sort of talking this stuff, you know, to a certain extent, we talked about it in coonskin with Ralph Batchy, sort of the outside Looking in, mm-hmm. and you know it's sort of a joke like Chris uh, Chris Rock. Uh, Dave Chappelle tells a version of this joke where he talks about telling his white manager made up slang, right? Because zippity doo dah, and you know because he doesn't understand. And you know I think they did it on The Office. And I think the 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 germ of this bit is Pootie Tang represents that black pop culture that people from the outside looking at it don't really understand and it sounds like gibberish so maybe it is gibberish and it's sort of mocking that audience and you know so again black dynamite is from the inside looking at it from the inside or looking at the inside this is looking at it from the outside and it's really abstract and you know and and, and you know you know what they say success has many fathers mm-hmm. failure has none louis ck wrote it Louis C.K. directed, like you said, at the last minute, people came in and recut and re-edited. So, you know, who knows what happened. But I think Louis C.K.'s comedy, whether you're talking about Horace and Pete, which, and let me just say, when I say Louis C.K.'s comedy, oftentimes I put it in quotes. Because, you know, sometimes when you watch episodes of Louis, yeah. it's not funny. Yeah. Like, it's very, very good, but it's almost like you watch this little play. Mm -hmm. And, you know, certainly Horace and Pete, it wasn't wasn't funny. But, you know, he's he's a comedian, so we call what he does comedy. But it is this sort of, like, I do see a straight line between what he was trying to do in Pootie Tang and what he does now, where it's almost this deconstructed okay comedy and then you know like you have people they call it like alt comedy right you you know where it's not even really funny and i like it like i think there are parts of pootie tang that are so absurd or stupid depending on on how you 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 look at it that you you know just the whole concept of of pootie tang and he said, uses this language, and, and like I said, I see him. I see what the film, and again, the bit is trying to do to show this character that you know. You probably saw this same interview. Louis C.K. has talked about Pootie Tang over the years, and there's this great interview that he has with Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where where he's talking about getting just just getting just yelled at in the offices of. Um, Paramount of Paramount about this film, but there's a quick exchange that Louis C.K. says where he's like, you know, it's it's like the the the, the president of the studio. Says, you know, he's talking about how stupid this is and how this doesn't work and this that, and the other. And somebody in the room at one point says, no, you just don't, uh, not Louis C.K., but someone else in the room, one of the other junior execs says, no, 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 you just don't understand it. What it's really saying and the studio head goes ballistic Right at this. Kind of that someone would suggest that I just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And I hate that argument for a film that that you know, people are defending. Like people say, "Oh, well, you just didn't get it. Yeah. Like you just didn't understand it." And I and I do think that Pootie Tang could have been more successful in having a through line with this. But I do think again, there's this ab really abstract conceptual satire that they were going for. You know, even when the subtext becomes text, like that whole. Part of the plot where you know Dick Lecter is going to get fake Pootie Tangs yes. to sell stuff. And you know what I said? There's a point where there where Puty Tang does a PSA mm-hmm. about, you know, kids stay in school and drink your milk and do your horn. And then, you know, he has his little catchphrase, he says I take. And then I said, Yeah, but is Saday really any more ridiculous than I pity the fool? Or what you talking about, Willis? Or Dino Might. Right. Like there are all these sort of bizarre black figures Mm -hmm. throughout the 70s and 80s pop culture. Like, is Pootie Tang really any more ridiculous than Mr. T? Let me answer that for you. He's not. No, not really. And Mr. T is a perfect example of this sort of pop culture figure that was like a black pop culture figure. But as black people, we were like, well, that's just ridiculous. Like, like Mr. T doesn't have anything to do with, with us. But when you look at Mr. T during the 80s, mm-hmm. when you look at Gary Coleman's character, because I'm not gonna say Gary Coleman the person, because right. you know, I think Gary Coleman the character was a character, much like Mr. T is a character. Mm-hmm. And you see how the mainstream was drawn. To these ridiculous, like you can't even call them caricatures or stereotypes. They're just ridiculous, like these ridiculous freakish figures. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like Louis C.K. is trying to say something about that.
0: I can see where knowing Louis C.K. is knowing his knowing his mind. I can see that, and I can. And you're right. There is kind of a through a through line from. His work on Pootie Tang to where he has landed now, um, but I think that he more often than not were in this film, or as the film is put together, because we right, don't know right,
1: how it was, right, right, was supposed to be. Was my fault? Is his fault? Uh, <laughs> I was just the, working with what I had, like you know.
0: As this film is put together, I think it more often than not fails, mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: it, it, um, rather than succeeds you know Um, because Black Dynamite as much as it's on the inside looking out uh, uh, at this genre that character of Black Dynamite is a a very loving but arch portrayal of the heroes of those Black Voice Station movies Sure, Um, yet they still have fun with that with that character and with and with that um with that stereotype by putting him like in the ridiculous situation where he's walking down the street, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they've cleaned up the neighborhood and and, and now the neighborhood is all of a sudden it's the suburbs. Right. And right, he's walking right. around in his bell bottoms and, you know, these these running around playing catch and stuff like that. Still with the mean mugging. Sure, sure. You know, still black dynamite. But black dynamite out here with the kids, you know, running around and stuff. And so they're having fun with that. This character here, Pootie Tang, as much as the character himself may be a commentary on some of those figures uh, of the time. They don't do anything really interesting with him outside of taking his taking his belt. And even then, when they do that, they throw him out to the wood. They throw him out. To the woods, right, right, they right. Take, uh,
1: um, but did, what you do? You got to get the sheriff's daughter.
0: Yeah, but you didn't need to go there. Well, there again, was no reason to go there.
1: I think that there are pieces in here, and again, now we go back to we're going to point to the editing and and whoever did what. But again, I think there are touchstones where they are again commenting on. The black exploitation stuff, like you said, the thing with the sheriff, and of course, you know, you got to sleep with the sheriff's daughter, which you know immediately in my mind called up Dolomite, mm-hmm. which you know, mm-hmm. the other thing to call up Dolomite when he, you know, when when Froggy slaps the sheriff, and they said let's let's be, rewind, let's rewind that and you know that's that's Dolomite, his uh, Corvette that he drives, yes. that says uh, the the license plate actually says Klepper. Of, for Cleopatra. But clearly there's a reference to Cleopatra Jones mm-hmm. where her says Cleo. And it's moments like that where again look I don't think you and I are in disagreement about the execution of this. Like, like I don't I,
0: know. You sound like you are on the
1: side of the angels with this movie. I, I am on the side of the angels with this movie but I also I, I see this film succeeding as more as an intellectual exercise mm, than okay. a film that you know would succeed on its own and and i think that is part of what you're pointing out the difference between this and black dynamite where there's a warmth Mm -hmm. to black dynamite Mm -hmm. because again i think everybody in black dynamite loves this material and loves it so much but i think there's and and you know a lot of this i would argue has to do with you had two comedians Who are the 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 sort of loudest voices in this construction? Louis C.K. and Chris Rock, and you know I've always said like there's there's like the comedians that I love the most, there is a hardness to them, Mm -hmm. so that the joy that's in Black Dynamite, I think at the base of this is a certain meanness, like there is a level of disdain. For this audience that I'm talking about. Okay. Like this audience is so stupid. That Pootie Tang. May very well be real. Like you can't tell the difference. Between Jay Z. And Donald Glover. And Pootie Tang. Because you're so so far removed. From this culture. That it's just all gibberish to you anyway. Mm. And this is me mocking you. And you know. Some of that is in the film, but a lot, again, if you go back and look at those clips of Pootie Tang on the Chris Rock show, it is very much you dumbasses don't even know that this is fake. Okay. or like you know I brought him out here and you know and, and they make a point of saying the first line they say in the film international superstar you know someone who is you know younger artists have looked up to forever and I think that there is a certain segment of 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 the mainstream white you know whatever euphemism you want to know that they see these figures and they're not really aware of their standing in the culture so that what I see, again, all of this is is this commentary on on, on the audience, mm-hmm. not on the film itself. The execution, not the best. And, 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 you know, again, we can go around in circles about whose fault it is or right, what happened. Right. Or, you know, there's a parallel universe where, where Louis C., you know, again, I, I, I will say this. I think it's sort of fascinating how Pootie Tang never really goes away. Okay. Like, like people like there is, you know, there is this kind of sliver of an audience that holds on to Pootie Tang. And, you know, if somehow I become king of the world, like I have to say on like day 37, like I do a whole lot of stuff. But on day 37, I might call Louis C.K. and commission Louis C.K. to make a director's cut of Pootie Tang. Like, you know, kind of how Ridley Scott has like five different versions of Blade Runner. Right. I would get Louis CK to do the ultimate director's edition of Pootie uh, Tang. Tang. You know, to kind of see what he what his what his vision was. Now for the first time, Louis CK's unvarnished vision of Pootie Tang. You know, you pick it up with like uh the the uncut dune. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um
0: Despite whatever intellectual exercise this movie may be trying to uh, accomplish, I think that first and foremost, this movie was made to be a comedy. Yes. And therefore, it has to first and foremost succeed as a comedy. And despite, like I said, there are some chuckles. And yes. there are some, there are, you know some whimsical, funny things in this movie, I think overall, the movie, the comedy of the movie quickly grows tired and you're just waiting for it to be over. Poo-Jane's father got
1: murdered by a gorilla.
0: That was funny. That was 100% absurdist, Mighty Python level comedy that i enjoyed
1: the fan who has the meltdown and follows pootie and then pootie puts out a little dish of milk for her. that was funny that was funny that was cute <laughs> like that, that was cute thing. all right um you've got two bits i've got a weird kind of crush on wanda sykes really so i could watch wanda sykes do that little dance that she does like that kind of flicked it dance that's not funny but i enjoyed it yeah, because it, it's not funny. It's not funny, and I like Wanda Sykes. I, like Wanda I do Sykes.
0: love Wanda Sykes. I love doing curb your enthusiasm. I've yeah. loved her comedy specials.
1: I love Wanda. David Sykes. Cross pretending to be Pootie Tang makes me. That track. was a
0: funny little cameo, David Cross. Makes yes, it, makes, it and makes, then it. he runs off,
1: and then he runs off real quick.
0: Yes, that so. was
1: funny. Pootie Tang singing a duet with Missy Elliott.
0: That was that was that was not good.
1: That made me laugh. <laughs> that that I thought me. Missy Elliott was a good sport.
0: Yeah, you know, <laughs> I I got y'all. Whatever,
1: right? The check cleared. <laughs> yeah,
0: but probably not the check cleared. They probably gave her back the tapes. Right, right. Cause, cause it, I mean, you know, I ain't gonna fight you, but so hard about Pootie Tang. It's it's really, you know, I know that it is apparently, you know, received some cult yeah, status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm in the cult. I don't. I love Pootie Tang. Maybe I need to. Maybe this is a movie that you need to see. And I'm curious about this because I did watch this film alone. Yes. And the only other time that I've watched this film, I'm fairly certain I was by myself as well. Okay. So I wonder how I might how my feelings might change if I'm watching it in
1: a crowd. I don't think you need to push it. I don't think you need to push it. I think Pootie Tang is like um, I can't even think of a good example. There's not Coconut. I think I've used coconut before as an example of, you know, sort of an acquired taste. Like Not even acquired. Either you like it or you don't. Sardines. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's like the...
1: Pootie Tang is like sardines.
0: No. It, it, in that way, whether you, either you like it or you don't. Yes. It's like The Last Dragon.
1: Either you no, like it no, or you no, don't. No. No. See, I think you can dislike Pootie Tang and still have a heart and, like, cast a shadow. Like, you don't like the last dragon. Like, I feel like children cry when you walk by them. Like, you sneak in the windows at night with cats and steal people's breath. (laughs) I wouldn't do that. Like, milk curdles when you you walk by it. You're a mean one. Yeah. Mr. Webb. Yeah, yeah. you know, the last dragon is just joy. This, you know, again, again, I think it's, I mean, it's all like even Dirty D and Froggy. Like the fact that Dirty D, I would say, I could see them in a movie. But again, these are people, these are the henchmen, these are characters in a film written by somebody that knows nothing about about the urban landscape like if you watch 70s movies and you see these people in these movies and it's like who are these people and it's like you know i'm a dude and i went to film school and got an mfa from the iowa workshops and i end up writing scripts for for movies in hollywood in 1973 and you know the the big studios were pretty much shut down so i couldn't get a job and i wrote a script for big black mama's get down on get up clean out the ghetto three in cinemascope. In 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 cinemascope, <laughs> and I wrote the script. Oh man, yeah. Well,
0: so that's my that's my thoughts about Pudichang.
1: And to bring it all the way back around, where where it's like you know you talk about uh, a legacy. I do think that oftentimes there is that abstract quality to what Louis C.K. does. Very much so. And and you know, again in the the spirit of this Mm -hmm. I see in some episodes of his of Louis C. K. Yes. You know, whether it's the fact that, you know, it's a black woman cast as his wife and there's no mention of it at all. You know, he has two white children. Yeah. And there's you know, um you know, I'm trying to think of of a good episode that was just sort of where again, is this funny? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like where, with the you know, he and his kids go on a road trip, and like there are no jokes, but but it's just really good. Yeah.
0: So that you know, the one the one um, episode that stands out to me, and I and I I think this is the episode is like it starts off with him thinking that like you know somehow he winds up in bed with like this very 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 young girl, right? Right? Um, and you think that that's what the the bones of this the episode is going to be, but then the rest of the episode and I hope I'm not conflating the two the rest of the episode is him with his best friend mm-hmm. um the, the the young white lady with the black hair yeah 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 um pamela Adelon. adlin yeah, yeah adlin um who has a great show. I'm to say I love home. her. She's the best. Yes. But the, but that the rest of the episode is them exploring why they are just friends. Yeah. Oh yeah. And why they can't yeah. go any further than that. Oh. And I thought that was an extraordinary
1: episode. Their whole relationship. Yeah. Cuz you remember the sequence where like you know you don't want to use the R word, but he's basically almost forcing himself on yeah. her? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Louis C.K. gets a little dark and gets a little, again, abstract. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it is more of an intellectual exercise than, you know, set up rule of threes punchline. Ideal,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, th- th- like you say, the the the, uh, the building blocks of what he has become are there in Pootie But as it was ultimately constructed, I still think that Pootie Tang was a f- a failure. You know, a an ambitious failure, an ambitious uh, failure,
1: which is perhaps so. But you know, I'm on record as saying I will take an ambitious failure every day over a safe
0: hit. I agree with that as well.
1: So. You know, and I like trucky i I like j b smooth everything that j b smooth has been in since then since this. this is the honor that I give Pootie Tang. I just refer to him as trucky, like Trucky doing well for himself, and but you know, as you said j b smooth has like this is just his personality,
0: yeah. See, so. I mean, well, that's all he ever is. Right. He's just JB Smooth. Right, right. And God bless him. Hey, make them make them coins, bro. Yes. I ain't mad at you. Right. You're good at it.
1: And you are funny. All right. So you would not recommend Pootie Tang? No. To anyone. Maybe I guess a film class. You ever see the thing? Did you watch Too Many Chefs? The Too no. Many Chefs thing on that was on a cartoon channel mm-hmm. this summer was, is is mm-hmm. sort of this weird abstract. It's like the opening to a show, like when just opening to a bad eighties show and then it kinda spun off into everything else. Do you, you watch like Tim and Eric? Like do you watch I've any of Tim the and adult Eric, yeah. swim stuff?
0: And I've seen some um children's hospital. Is that- right,
1: but that kinda again, they you know, they call it alt comedy. Yeah. Where like it's not really funny. Yeah, it's just kind of like just bizarre. Bizarre, yeah, yeah. You know, Chris Rock visits him as his father, and he's in corn makeup. In the and, corn, he's, in, he's he, he appears to be in the you corn. You know, again, Chris Rock. You know, his father is murdered by a gorilla. Like it's sort of bizarre. Like it's sort of hmm. you know, but again, I, I suspect, I suspect that the editing took out even the more bizarre stuff. Perhaps. And kinda, you know, like you said, you can see them trying to stitch together mm-hmm. a narrative in this thing. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how much of this narrative like like you know, I think it ended up being trying to be half one thing, half another thing, it ended up not succeeding either way. Either way, right. But um I think I think if you are a fan of sort of the boundaries of what could be considered comedy. Pootie Tang is worth a watch.
0: So Vince, um, send your complaints. And let's be clear, I like Pootie Tang. To Vince at the Michelle
1: mission, Right, like I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, like I'm not trying to, you know, damn it with faint praise. You like the film? Like I like Pootie Tang for what it is. Like I actually howled the very first time I saw Pootie Tang the first five minutes. Like when Pootie Tang comes in and, and is beating him with the belt, Mm -hmm. And he's dodging the button like that whole the whole first sequence of Pootie Tang is very made me laugh out loud. It's very funny, and you know, like you said, I I do think it loses its energy. It it loses its that's that's exactly what it does. It loses its energy, and it was only after the fact when I started to read about Pootie Tang and I learned, you know, all the all the trouble that it went through and the in the edits and the re I don't think I don't think there were reshoots, no. but but there were, you know, edits and this, that and the other where I, I kinda like now when I watch it, I can see the Frankensteining of Yeah. It, where they tried to do different things. And and you know, if you're interested in that kind of thing. Like I think that's interesting. As, like, film dude, like, as, as, as film, film dudes, dude. Like I said, if you're a film people, student, it's worth it, seeing. And, and, and I think if you like black movies, mm-hmm. like I said, I think it says stuff about black movies. Mm-hmm. I think I'm. I, I don't know about that. Lynn, it, it doesn't I'm,
0: say anything about black movies that say, I'm going to get you sucker and. Uh, I think it's better Dynamite. Than, I don't think
1: Pootie Tang is better than I'm going to get you sucker.
0: Oh, mm, it's been a while since I've seen I, I think Pootie tang and is and it probably it I will say it probably is because I think cuz
1: it's, it's smarter than I'm going to get yeah, you the sucker. the
0: Wayans are very, you know, like like they go for they go broad big time. Yeah. So, yeah, so I I'll, I'll say it probably is better. Mm-hmm.
1: It, 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 um even in its failure right. that is
0: better than I'm going to get you sucker.
1: And I think it's just as smart as Black Dynamite. Oh, uh, I, I think Black Dynamite's execution uh, okay. obviously obviously is better, and I also think again, Byron Mens and um, Michael J. White act- have actual affection for this material, whereas I don't know if Louis C.K and Chris Rock through extension, Chris Rock have the affection for this mm-hmm. that the, the makers of black dynamite had. and certainly again, the disdain for this audience drips off of, i mean i mean it it, it really is and, and again um and I, and i you know again a full disclosure i'm taking the film and coupling it with what was on the show mm-hmm. so you you know there there's there's again i think there's a hardness that went to the construction of Pootie Tang that's not in Black Dynamite
0: We've been referencing a lot of uh, Pooty Tang and his origins from the Chris Rock show. You can check out a lot of those skits. They're available on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Uh, for you to uh, yeah,
1: check out. Yeah, I just out. watched them. They're, yeah, they're right there.
0: That's going to do it for us today, ladies and gentlemen. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the Michelle Mission. As always, all of our shows, all of our past shows, you just heard me read through all of them. <laughs> They're available for your streaming and download pleasure on Mission.com as well as on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and every place a good podcast be. And our show airs every Wednesday evening at 8pm as a radio broadcast on WPPMLP People Powered Media Philly Cam in Philadelphia and Candom 106.5 FM on your radio dial or streaming at phillycam.org slash radio slash listen slash do it okie (laughs) dokie we're going to get out of here right now next week listener request month. Oh, we didn't even mention this. This, the Pootie Tang was the uh, request of our very favorite and a uh, listener of ours, Dan Dinkins. Dan Dinkins. The Mayor, the Mayor, Tribble. Mayor Tribble. So thank you, Dan. We really uh, appreciate you being a supporter of the Michelle Mission as uh, um, as much as you have been. And we hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Hit us up on the email at Mission. At gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of the episode. I hope that we did, did you proud. Next week, we will be here with the Amalgam Tribble. That's right. Philly's own rock star, Ariel Johnson right. of Amalgam Comics and Coffee House, will be joining Vince and Len as we shut down Listener Request Month with our review of the original
1: mm. Sparkle. That's all right. Lynette McKee and some other people. <laughs> That's what I call it. Sparkle with mm, Lynette McKee and some, some other, other people.
0: people. <laughs> All right. Uh, we gotta get out of here. Um he's Vince. I'm Len. Imparting We Say. I was gonna say Saday, but <laughs>
1: we'll see you when it's time to meet again. <laughs>